Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. For this week's episode, we want to thank a couple of our Patreon supporters. If you haven't checked out our Patreon yet, you can find it at patreon.com slash sartorialgeek. And we have all kinds of rewards ranging from a shout out on the podcast to an enamel pin each month to a goodie bag full of random nerdy things. (laughs) Um, So you can head to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek to help us keep things running and pay our hopefully expanding staff. This week, we want to thank Audrey, Sharon, Leslie, LaToya, and Julianne. Thank you all very much, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. This episode is sponsored by Karen Hallian. Karen Hallian is an incredible illustrator who creates beautiful fandom art. If you enjoy the types of fandoms that we talk about on this podcast, you're really going to like Karen's work. You can buy prints, stickers, and other products at karenhallian.com, and you can also check out her Patreon and join the 1,000 other people who support her art at patreon.com slash karenhallian. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Today, and I am here with Rose Del Vecchio, who has been on before. Hello, Rose. Hello, hello. Rose is helping, well, has agreed to Guinea Pig, a new series that, um, that I want to start on the podcast. I really like the types of episodes we have, but um, one thing that I get the most feedback on, I think, with like the podcast and the magazine and the Discord and the website and everything in general at Sartorial Geek is that people love recommendations. Um, I love hearing what other nerds are interested in and reading and watching. And we've done like, like sometimes I ask like interview guests to recommendations, but doing a whole episode of that is not that exciting. Just listening to someone like (laughs) list off things they like. So we're trying something new and you all can let us know what you think, but we're doing a series that's like, should I read or watch or play or listen to whatever accurate verb, um, different things in fandom. And we're going to talk about like why people like the things they like and who, uh, who else would probably like them and who maybe wouldn't. Um, and so this is a perfect episode because I actually have not seen, uh, the thing that we're going to talk about, which is charmed the original series. I have never seen a single full episode, which I am not proud of. Um. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I think it's okay, right? That that's the point. Is that um, you know, there are many, many, many nerd things that I also haven't seen and don't like to admit that I haven't seen or consumed. Right. So, sorry. Yeah, I guess that's part of it. This is a uh, this is like the antithesis of gatekeeping, where like it's totally cool to not like things, and we're going to help people get into things that they would yes. like. Because um, charms. It was like, oh, you're, I forgot you're younger than me. It was like middle school time, right? Was it like elementary school for you? Yeah. So it started in 1999. So I was seven years old. I was not watching it at seven years old. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. Like 
that time period, I missed a lot of pop culture. Like I didn't have cable and I wasn't really allowed to watch a lot of things. So anything that I didn't circle back to as an adult, I like mm-hmm. totally missed through the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Um, and I think on the flip side is I was raised in um, everything pop culture all the time. Um, and so uh, I, I got early exposure, I think, to a lot of things and then didn't really process a lot of them until I was older either. Right. So yeah, it was always on. Charmed was always on. And it wasn't until I was a little bit older that I was like, oh, no, no, no. I, I like this. This isn't just background on the television while we're hanging out, you know? Yeah. We should give a shout out to your dad, who yes. is the reason that you're into all of this or like yes. the, the the introduction to you. Yes, he is the introduction. Yeah, I'm very lucky. Um, he's been in the pop culture nerd world selling selling Buffy merch and Charm merch uh, since uh, for as long as I can remember. I want to say like maybe 1999. <laughs> that That's might so be accurate. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when did you like, like if it was always on, what made you have that like, do you have like a, do you remember being like, oh, I actually like this for myself and I yeah, want to like, this is going to sound so weird, but there were trading card sets for all of these TV shows. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, there's this company called Inkworks who, who unfortunately um, went under, I think in the late 2010, 20, like whatever the aughts, we call them the aughts, okay. zero zeros, yeah. whatever they are. I all yeah, and they did trading card sets for like all of the nerd shows at the time, especially like the CW, WB, UPN shows. And um, we would get sets. My dad is uh, a retailer, and so we would get sets for ourselves and sort the cards, um, and then also sort cards to build sets to sell to other nerds. Um, and uh, a lot of things I learned about Buffy and Charmed through like the episode breakdowns on the back of the trading cards. And then later on, I went back and watched those episodes. So I knew like every plot line prior to watching, which is maybe the backwards way of doing it. (laughs) Yeah. But I knew all the actors' names. I knew what they looked like. I knew what their plot points were. And then I went back and was like, oh no, I actually like this. That's so funny. It's so weird. It is so weird, but like, that's so great. Right. Especially I feel like nerds, I mean, we do weird things, but especially nerdy kids. Like yeah. just thinking back to some of the very strange decisions and things I did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I would never. I don't think I would ever like when I when I started new fandom. It really is like I try to go in maybe knowing a little bit about it, but not very much. And so it's kind of funny to go backwards and think I learned everything first without actually watching it. Um, but it was always on too, you know. Uh, what's that TNT does like reruns yeah. and stuff all the time. Um, so it's on like constantly still um, like today, I think you can still catch like a couple episodes of charm today. That's so, I mean, and it's like, I think one of the craziest things to realize about the fact that I've never really seen it is that it's huge. Like mm-hmm. that is a huge show that was on all the time. And yeah. like, Everyone yeah. watched it. Wait, so tell me what you think it's about. I'd love to hear like what you know about it. So truly, I know the most about Charmed because we might as well just use this time to tell everyone why you know so much about Charmed. Sure. You run a Charmed subscription box, which I see from mm-hmm. like following your social media and working with you on social media. So most of what I know about Charmed is like from your boxes so and funny. from the merch. Yeah. I know it's about... Oh, I know it's about 
young women who are magical. I wanted to say witches, but I don't even know if that's true. They're witches. Um, You're right. Are they sisters? Yes. Or friends? Okay. Sisters. Yeah. Uh, that's actually all I know. Because I, I know that like Buffy is vampire fighting. <laughs> and I don't know what the charms girls do. Actually. Like, I don't know what the, I don't know what they, I don't know what they're yeah, they basically fight demons. Yeah, um, okay. so it's essentially um, the Hallowell sisters. Um, so they're from a line of witches that start back in Salem. Um, so there, there's like an original um, witch, Melinda Warren, and then all of the they're the three most powerful witches that there are in the world. Um, and and they're kids, right? I mean, not kids, but like teens. They're or actually are they adults. Um, the they're all in college i was gonna say with the new okay. one's a little bit different but they're all in college in the new one too so so they're college age or more because actually only one of them goes to college in the original one and then the other two are just kind of working and so they're in their 20s essentially cool. um they're in their 20s and they um for for reasons that the show tells you they don't have access to their powers until they're in their 20s so they actually don't know that they're witches um until their grandmother dies um and oh, then their, wow. their powers get unlocked so um so they don't know that they're the, they're the three most powerful witches in the entire world um and so with being the chosen one or the you know the power of three is what they call it uh comes a lot of demons coming after you um but it's really like at its core about that sister dynamic and about that family dynamic um and and really figuring out um because they they struggle a lot with having magic and and using it for good or, or not. And, and that's sort of like the basis of the show. And so. you, even like, I know shows from the nineties and like early two thousands, yeah. they're not all worth <laughs> revisiting, but um, we've talked about this. Like you recommend, I mean, you know, going into it, knowing that it's a show from that time period, but you recommend it still, yeah. like it's still worth watching. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, it's definitely like I think if you think about current CW shows, it's like the precursor to the current CW shows. So if you are a person who likes oh, yeah. that type of vibe, the WB and UPN with Buffy, Angel and Charmed like really help set up basically CW shows now and the structure that they follow now. So I think it is it is one of those things where. There isn't too much that's outdated. Um, I mean, it's very white. So that's yeah. good to know going in is that it's pretty much just white people. Um, but um, there yeah. are some things that I think, um, you know, it, it is worth revisiting. It is worth revisiting just if you like that kind of vibe, that monster of the week with like an overarching plot. Um, you know, that's that's a thing that a lot of shows that we consume now still follow. Yeah, I mean... The CW does what it does super mm -hmm. well. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Like if you like the shows that are on that channel now, uh, it's also kind of cool to see where, not where it came from, but like kind of the evolution of yeah. that type of show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's good. Um, I think... I think there's a lot to be said. And I think the, the coolest part about Charm specifically is the community is very international and like very very much still into it and and you know so they they went through like cast changes and stuff which a lot of people talk about so it starts off with um shannon doherty um Alyssa milano and holly marie combs and then shannon left the show at the end of season two um 
and then, or maybe season three, I could be wrong. Um, and then Rose McGowan joined the cast as their half sister. So there's, she's still a sister. Um, okay. but that's kind of how they, they transition. So it's interesting to see that stuff too, um, and see how they tackle that. And, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really fun, I think it's really powerful. I think they, the themes that they explore, each of the women have, you know, they're not all the same um, and their powers are really cool. Um, so I think it's really cool to explore some of those themes and, and have three very different women at the forefront at all times. That's awesome. It also is when you're talking about audience uh, and fan base, I thought you were going to say the fan base is still really active because that is surprisingly true. Like I remember. So how long have you guys had the charmed? Yeah. um, Since 2018, because 2018 was actually the 20th anniversary. Okay. Late 2018. So it was like the 20th anniversary we were running up to. Maybe I'm doing my math wrong, but we've been in it for a while. I think it's 2018. Um, that sounds right. Because I think yeah. it's, kind of so it's been two years. two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's been kind of wild because we didn't know what to expect. So we, we went into, we just pitched CBS for the license and thought, but Charmed is something that we really loved. Um, it's something that, everybody on the fan mail team, me, Jenny, and my dad all really loved. And we just kind of sent out a thing being like, maybe this is a thing. And then when we got the license and set it all up, it was amazing to see how excited people were and how active people are and, and how much people still watch the show on the daily. I think that's, that's the most what has been. I, yeah. Like just peripherally because of being friends with you and watching your business. I like, you know the fan base way more than me, but I was like, wow, doing an entire like quarterly subscription box for a show that is from 20 years ago. That yeah. is like, there's you know, no new content. <laughs> there's no new content and Charmed is big, but it's not like, you know, it's not the biggest show from that time. And right. I was like, I have no idea if that's not like if it's going to work, but like who is still who that audience is. And they're <laughs> there. Like that fan base is still... Mm-hmm. I mean, so active, so active, it's really so cool. everywhere. They're they're so willing to engage and talk about what they love about the show, and um, you know they're always throwing out ideas, and and you can just see. I think the thing that I appreciate the most when I carry boxes is sometimes I worry that my my references are going to be like too um, subtle. Um, cause yeah. you and I both work in that, in that realm of like, we don't want everything just to have like a logo on it necessarily. Um, and so sometimes I worry that my stuff is too subtle and then, you know, the community really says, I so appreciate that you included that detail, you know? And I'm yeah. like, what? you know, like I, of course, when I watch TV, that's how I watch it. But I, it's cool to see a fandom that, you know, has had so long, to die out really not and stay active and, and stay really at the forefront. And they still go to cons and, and see all the actors and actresses. And so, I mean, it's super active. And I think that's fun too. Cause I, not everyone, not everyone does this and not everyone, you know, this isn't like the only good way to watch things by any means, but I really like, I mean, I think, I think one of the biggest reasons why I'm a nerd is because I like nerding out with other people. Like I like pop culture because it's popular culture. And then you can like have all these connections with people in real life. And so sometimes, sometimes for me, like if I really like something, I'll obviously do it anyway, but it is kind of a bummer to get into something like too late when everyone's kind of over it or like something hyper small that you really have to like 
Or you know, no one you know has seen it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Or you're like, hey, has anyone else watched this? And you find that one person and you're like, oh, no, only one other person. Yeah. But that's okay. It's always good yeah. to have at least one person. It's okay. But you're like, I want to talk to everyone about this. So that's mm-hmm. something that I, you know, I think is really impressive and cool if anyone is like is it really worth getting into like 20 years later the answer is yes and references come up all the time which i know because i don't get them but like they're (laughs) out there (laughs) so if you want like you know buffy is brought up all the time charmed is brought up all the time and it's just nice to like know what that's about yeah they kind of seem a little bit like pillars of yeah, of a time and and of a influence on who's creating now, which I think is really yeah. cool um, to know that a lot of the stuff that you're consuming now um, definitely still has its roots in those CW shows from back in the day. Yeah, maybe that's it. Like, I feel like it gets. I feel like Charmed and Buffy get referenced a lot with current shows where it's like, oh, they're like, we're obviously inspired by this, or mm-hmm. like this feels very reminiscent of yeah um so for for fans who like that kind of background i feel like it's a cool thing to have yeah what do you you think if you were to start charmed would you would what do you think that you would like better than new one or the older one like would you go for the classic and see what what was what or do you think so i I have a hard time watching older stuff and it's something that I just need to get over because <laughs> older stuff is good. Um, I think I would probably go for the new one and then be inspired to like yeah. watch the old one. Personally, that's how I do a lot of things. Like I'll get into it and I'm like, okay, fine. I'll go back and like see it from the beginning. Right. Um, no, that makes a lot of sense. Have you watched the newest one? I've watched the first season and a half. I think they're okay. they've gone a little further than that now, but I actually really enjoyed it. As someone who really did does love the original Charmed, I wanted to see what it would be like cuz I don't know if you know, but like the new one is women of color and, you know, they they certainly take they're not using the same basic premise. The premise is that they're the power of 3, which is like the most powerful witches, but they aren't just remaking the original show, which I appreciate. So it's like taking that lore and sticking it into like a slightly different universe. That's what I was going to ask. Is it, is it like a continuation of, or is it like, there's some homages, uh, you know, they do some homages to the original line, um, in the original show. And, and they do seem to, um, really, say that they're connected in that way um but they are definitely their own thing and and the way that their powers work and the the way that they interact with world and demons um is definitely like standalone but in a in a totally new and fresh way too so i appreciate both of them as separate entities but it is cool to to think that someone could watch the new one and then be like oh let me go see what the original one was like yeah. Yeah. And I like, I mean, all the actors in the original one are great too. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's also kind of cool to see people who like, you know, kept acting. So I know yeah. them from other things and then to go back and see like what they were doing as younger right. people. <laughs> what they were doing in their early twenties. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool to see. Um, and they're all really nice and um, have 
have again been sort of those pillars they've been a lot of the actors from that show or even guests like i i love watching buffy and charm specifically for the guest stars because like a lot of people we watch today or on screen regularly today are guest stars for one episode or they're you know they're like a background demon or whatever um and i love that I love when that like I remember I remember watching I watched the first season of Smallville like not that long ago mm-hmm. and like Amy Adams is a yes. you know monster of the week character oh and I was like God. what yeah she's the, she's the fat vampire that is like a scary yeah. episode to me, but yeah she is it in totally there. is it's yeah. so crazy so like yeah that's so fun to watch people and you're like oh my god this is what you were doing 20 years I know ago. and now big Hollywood star Amy Adams right that's wild yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do a lot. I think there's a lot there. There's a lot of uh, hidden gems of people's first acting roles or they're just kind of getting started as as side characters, um, which is really cool. Yeah, I feel like we I feel like we kind of I hit all the things that I wanted yeah. to talk about, like um, like we talked about, like what, you know, if you're into like current CW shows or you like, you know, family, sister, magic, drama, which I don't know if that's a genre on its own, I mean, but it, it honestly be. should be. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to think if there's anything else, like when I think about when I'm talking to, like when I'm talking to a friend, I'm like okay. trying to figure out if I want to get into a fandom that they're into. I'm trying to think of what else I need to know, but I feel like, I feel like we kind of hit it. Yeah. I mean, I think for you specifically knowing that you really like fully in-depth characters and yeah. the stuff that you consume that have, you know, they have that good, you know, like I, I, I think about characters that you like in Star Wars and Marvel and they, and they tend to kind of walk that line of morality a little bit. And I think that, Charmed has a lot of that. They have the, the breadth of character development across the season. So you see how the sisters tackle, you know, um, being tempted to the dark side or or not and stuff like that. So I think that for you specifically, I think that's what I think about when I think would Jordan enjoy Charmed? And I think that those are the aspects that you would really enjoy. Yeah. And I do like, I mean, yeah, there's a part of the reason I wanted to do this this series is like I want you know these conversations are good for me because like now I probably am gonna go watch some episodes yeah. today yeah. um because I really do like having the not the background but like I like I like I mean you call them pillars and I think that makes sense I like having access to those like pillars right. of things that then affect because I watch a ton of CW shows now mm-hmm. I watch all the DC shows that are on there. Yeah. Riverdale. Yeah. And they're, they're very much in the same line. Um, uh, which is why I love all the current CW shows as well is because I, I grew up on the original. And so I'm like, this is keeping in spirit of what I do like to watch. And it's not, it's not, um, you know, uh, the, the, something that's going to make me think for hours on end after I consume it, but it doesn't need to be. You know, I think that that's what the CW does really well is like they give you entertainment with a good side dish of character development. Um, and then they kind of let you go for until next week. <laughs> that is such that's so accurate. And I think that's such a good thing to touch on. Like if you're looking for something 
that you because sometimes you really I feel like especially this year man sometimes you really don't want to watch something that then like consumes your entire Uh brain power and you're like it's not relaxing it's good but it's not relaxing so that is a really good point to make this is like a relaxing and entertaining uh type of show yeah absolutely you need which is the one honestly I I need a lot (laughs) Low stress, low stress shows for 2020. Yeah. 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 Thanks for saying that. That is important. Cause I think sometimes you really want to like be super engaged. And then sometimes you're like, I just need to like enjoy this and mm-hmm. sit back and then turn it off afterwards. And Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm adding. Yeah. I need a, I need a go-to list for that. And this is a great thing to add to it. Awesome. Dude, thanks so much. This is this is fun. I think this is going to be a really cool way. Like, I'm hoping this introduces people to new or old fandoms, but like mm-hmm. new to them. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also like it's also nice. This series is not intended to be like everyone must watch everything. So if we talk about it, you need to watch it. It's like it's like would you like this or not? And this show right. is not for everyone. And and if it is for you then hopefully you'll uh be motivated to go check it out yeah um let's tell everyone who maybe already is a charmed fan or after listening to this then gets into it tell everyone uh where they can follow you and check out your charmed merch and goodies and stuff yeah yeah absolutely um so you can find us at theboxofshadows.com so the the main book in Charmed is the Book of Shadows. So we are the box of shadows.com. See, those are the references yep. you'll get. <laughs> exactly. Um, and at the box of shadows everywhere on social media. Um, and then for general fandom stuff, fan mailbox at F-A-N-N ooh, at fan mailbox at F-A-N-M-A-I-L-B-O-X um, and awesome. myfanmail.com. Sweet. Thank you yeah. so much, Rose. This was excellent. Of course. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can head to our archives to hear more or hit subscribe to hear what's coming up next. If you want to go a step above and beyond, you can leave us a review on iTunes, which helps other nerdy people find us. Or you can go to patreon.com slash sartorial geek to help keep the podcast going and check out the cool rewards that we have over there. Have a great week and stay nerdy. Bye.